Hey, potential podcast listeners, let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more, this is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host and a fellow fairy tale character, Taylor Sokol. Today we're reviewing the latest DreamWorks animation film, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. This is a screenplay by Paul Fisher and Tommy Swerdlow and directed by Joel Crawford. Uh, this was interesting because the last Puss in Boots solo film came out 11 years prior in 2011. And right at the tail end of 2022, we got this surprise Puss in Boots The Last Wish, a sequel and a follow-up to not only the solo Puss in Boots film, but after Shrek Forever After, which was the fourth film. Uh, so we're excited to see our feline hero back in action and the animation style looks really cool from the trailers. Uh, with an interesting premise. So, Taylor, give us a brief synopsis of Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. So, set after Shrek Forever After, this follows Puss in Boots as he goes on a journey to find the mystical last wish for the wishing star by teaming up with his friends Kitty Softpaws and uh, Perito to restore his eight of his nine lives. Um, kind of the beginning of this movie, he... Um, finds out that you know he lived all his lives and literally has one life left to live so he's like i need to get my lives back so i can go back to being that lovable outlaw and kind of kind of anti you know hero as well uh, but along the way he's trying to escape fellow outlaws goldilocks and big jack horner <laughs> uh, who are also trying to find the star uh, before he does and meanwhile he's followed by a mysterious wolf who is hunting him down so, yeah, it's, you know, it's funny, Chris, I had never actually seen, I still have not seen the other Puss in Boots with um, kind of, a, which is kind of a prequel to. I saw it like one time. Yeah. And I, I don't really remember much about it. Minus, I remember Zach Galifianakis was Humpty Dumpty. That's <laughs> yeah, about that's it. All, that's all I know. And and the cat that goes, oh, who uh, does make a cameo appearance in one scene of this film. But yeah, don't remember much about it. But the Shrek films, I mean, you and I have seen those time and time again. 
Not so much three and four. I've watched those a fair amount of times. The, fir- the first two, we probably watched at least maybe half a dozen times. But Puss in Boots, man, when when he was introduced in Shrek 2, it was so perfect because, again, it's the way that Shrek introduced all these different fairy tale characters, but the spin that Antonio Banderas, who famously had played Zorro in two movies and has done all these great action films, this Spanish flair spin on Puss in Boots was so perfect that he was like a Zorro version of a cat. So I was excited to check this out, and I thought the premise was great. He has nine lives. He's used eight of them, and even in the trailer, they highlighted a lot of these kind of funny deaths. I mean, DreamWorks has kind of always had a little bit of a courageous spin. That's what the Shrek franchise definitely was, was some of it was adult humor. So some of the deaths that Puss in Boots has experienced were quite funny, and they do highlight that in the film. Like, he ate shellfish at one point. He, you know, was in a bull fighting ring and started hitting on a girl, and then the bull hit him, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Where this movie, to me, really took it up a notch was I thought they had three really solid... You could call them villains or you know, antagonists, if you will. And the surprise for me was Jack Horner. John Mulaney voices Big Jack Horner, and that was a really clever bit. If you know, like, the the tale, you know, little Jack Horner put his thumb in the pie and all that stuff. And they, they use this device where he's now this... He, he still has a really small face, but he's this huge guy, and he's collected all of this, like, magic trinkets and special things for a lot of Easter eggs. Yeah, he's bitter because he's like, I'm not really a fairy tale. It was more like, yeah. you know, uh, Mother Goose rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and so basically he's like, I'm going to use this wish to become all-powerful. But basically he's like almost like the collector, if you will, of um, trophies of, you know, all the other fairy tales. So he's... Which is really hilarious because this one, all the Shrek films are really good. With Easter eggs came. In. This one's just chock full of just fun a little bunch. nods to things like that. Like his his big collection room, his big like room that had all the stuff. There was a lot of stuff where it's like blink and you miss it, and just little nods again that I thought was was really clever. That he, you know, like give me the baker's dozen, and he has this huge, almost like that movie, uh, Mortal Instruments that. Uh, came out he has this huge like it looks like a horse cart but it's on like this giant like tank looking thing and he's got like 12 bakers with him they all have different weapons that was just like a great bit and john mulaney it was funny the 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 group i went to see the movie with they didn't even recognize his voice they 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 like who was that and i was like that was john mulaney they were like what um he was great then yes you got the three the three bears and goldilocks Florence Pugh as Goldilocks is great. She's they took the route of a uh, Bo Peep in Toy Story Four, where she's she's more of like a young adult, mm-hmm. and she's got this cool bow staff thing. And um, and it was funny because they went very British with all of this, and so like I love kind of like the bears a little more Cockney, and you know obviously she was adopted by them. Uh, Olivia Coleman, Ray Winstone, and Samson Ko were just hilarious as the bears. I just love their the way they looked because they did come off, especially the Papa Bear, Ray Winstone, intimidating guy, came off scary, but it was all goofy and funny. And a lot of the animation with them was just really fun. And they were 
they're thieves. So like again, I wouldn't count them as like a villain, you know, but they were they were fun antagonists along the way to try to get the plans. But the the reason to see this movie if you have not is for the character of the wolf in this film was so well done. We're not going to give away the twist about the wolf, but this character shows up at the bar and it's that famous bar. I think we've seen many times or like one similar where, you know, like Captain Hook would play the piano in the old movies and he comes off like a bounty hunter and he always whistles when he shows up very much like that character in Kill Bill. And he's got these two curved scythes that he uses. I mean, this character was so badass, honestly. Yeah. Oh, I was absolutely. like, so cool. The fight scenes with him, the way he would just show up, it was creepy. Like, this was, this was like new iconic villain for animated movie. Like, I was like, give me a whole spinoff with him. And the movie does leave off with like a, we'll see each other again kind of kind of vibe. So I would love to see more from that character. Um, the Wagner Mora was the voice of him, and he was fantastic. I thought that was one of the coolest things of the whole movie. Well, just and like going back, to, like you said, the animation style, they changed something different where the Shrek films were kept going for a more realistic look, where this paintery kind of like very similar to what uh, Spider Into the Spider-Verse has done. And so it was very different. So that really caught my eye. But you mentioned these voice casts. It's so great. And I got to give a shout out. I found the humor on this one really top notch. It was like in comparison because yes, the Shrek films always have this bit of innuendo, but there were some of these jokes. I felt, I was laughing out loud where it was like, where they, they got to bleep people out as like a joke. Always saying oh, yeah. swear words. And I am just absolutely dying. And, and one of the, one of the standout characters that um, is Perito uh, Harvey Gullion, uh, who is hilarious. I've, I've seen him in what we do in the shadows TV series. And he's, you know, and um, the internship and whatnot. He is hilarious. He plays this dog who he's just follow. He, you know, he's kind of like the donkey, just um, following and puss around. Be like, hey, I want to be your best friend. And he's like, I want to be a therapy dog. I was just cracking up. He just, uh, I found myself really laughing out loud. Of probably one of the funniest. If you kind of count Shrek and Puss in Boots all in the kind of the same universe, it's one of the funniest ones I've seen. And a funny short note about that. Years and years and years ago, my first professional show I ever did was Peter Pan at a local dinner theater. Harvey was Smee. In that Are production. you serious? Wow. Yeah. That is a long awesome. time. I haven't talked to him in a long time, but, you know, obviously he's gone off to uh, great things. And yes, uh, what we do in the shadows. And uh, yeah, it was it was a great character, Perito, because he's so honest and true. And they, they actually won't give this away either. They give him quite a dark backstory that I was I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, but he's very endearing and very sweet. And Salma Hayek is back in this as Kitty Softpaws returning from the first film. And, of course, with Antonio Banderas and her, they just work so well together. And I thought it was great. Is they, they give a lot of layers to Puss in Boots in this film, especially because he does kind of hit rock bottom, knowing that he has only one life left. And uh, this whole kind of long section where he... Uh, he goes off to a kitty, a kitty sanctuary to kind of just lay low. And that was some great humor too, especially as a cat dad myself. 
continuing the trend of just funny cat bits that he, although he is this hero and he does all this cool stuff, he still is a cat. Uh, so yeah, at the end of the day, between the animation, the voice cast, the story itself, this is one of those like surprise hits for me that has done very well with critics. I saw this on a Monday night. This is like the fourth weekend it's been out. It was like a pretty packed house of like 98% adults. There was like one kid in the room. So I feel the nostalgia is still there. And the film definitely left off with a little tease of the potential of a Shrek 5, which has been hinted at by DreamWorks for years now. Years and years they've been saying they want to go back to Shrek. So maybe now's the time. We'll see. We're not sure. I know we have a, we got a Kung Fu Panda 4 on the in the works. So I think maybe DreamWorks is, although they've been doing like some of their new stuff, I think they're going to maybe go back to some old hits, which would be kind of fun. This movie, man, I had a blast. I'm going to give Puss in Boots The Last Wish 8.5 out of 10. Hey, I'm going to give it 9 out of 10. Probably one of the best animated ones of 2022. Definitely a good hit uh, to catch. And it's still in theaters and you can check it out for yourself. That was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know know your your potential. potential.